0: Howdy and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we have fun talking all things hunting and in the process, do our best to support small and family-owned businesses in the hunting space. Here are your hosts and resident bandits, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy everybody and welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Uh, with you as always is your host, uh, myself, Jimmy Byrne. And along with me is my co-host, uh, Richard Kinchlow. How are you doing, sir? Good evening, sir. I'm doing just great. Good to be back. Yes. Other than the, uh, sounds like the uh, the cold or something you got there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's. Uh, it is wintertime. Everyone has it. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, and the the typical, the typical Texas winter is, in fact, that it's kind of funny because I think today it was, the high was what 68 and tomorrow it's going to be like 50 and then the next day it's going to be 40 so stuff starts yep. to bloom then it freezes and then we all get sick and pneumonia i mean it's amazing we're still alive <laughs> right a lot of fun right.
0: well well you know me uh every year uh, typically around the end of november all the way through december hunting season and everything i'm dying oh yeah I just it's the it's the cedar fever it's Absolutely. everything going blowing around i mean it's yep constantly pu- pumping myself full of, uh, you know, allergy medicine and everything just so that I can get through sitting in the blinds sometimes, but yeah, <laughs> without well, scaring it's, everything away.
1: The scourge of the Texas Hill Country is the, uh, well, as we call them, the cedar tree, but I think it's the mountain juniper is, right. uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Not only do they drink all of our groundwater, uh, but they make us sneeze, yeah. But you got to fight through it in order to have uh, some fun weekends. And I think today, you know, what we wanted to talk about is just, you know, how our uh, our hunt went around Christmas and to New Year's, and uh, well, during the week that we aff- affectionately call Heaven Week, right? Right. Right. Uh, the from the day after Christmas till typically, you know, New Year's Eve. Yep, We like to go and, you know, go hunting. There's not much going on in other jobs or anything like that. And <laughs> right. It, you know, I mean, take it away, you know. Yep,
1: yep. Now it's, uh, it's been a, a tradition for a long, long time now. Um, and, boy, it, it, what, what a ball to be able to, you know, to be able to be out there and uh, you have, gosh, like I, I always love when I'm driving down there on the 26th, I say to myself, okay, well, I'm going to get the – I'm going to get, uh, six morning hunts and five evening hunts. My God, those are just, those are numbers I can't comprehend. And then the other month, so, uh,
0: right.
1: yeah, no, it was, it was a ball. And of course, you know, the other thing I start looking at, you know, is a week out is the weather and, you know, what's it going to do? Is it going to cooperate? And, you know, this year I, I, I think it did. I, I think it was fine. In fact, uh, I think it was a little bit warm. Um, but you know, the, the deer seemed to move and, uh, gosh, that's, uh, um that that's all we we really care about i in night one i think was it night one was it night one we had all the I and mean, you weren't there yet but was it all the rain
0: and, yes that's yeah oh
1: geez okay yeah so okay so on, on december I talk about you know people say and of course it probably said the other thing about other states but you know they say if you don't like the weather in texas just wait about four minutes and it'll change uh, boy, that it couldn't be, couldn't be further from the, tr- or, or, um, it, it was closer to, about, closer <laughs> to the truth. Sorry. It's been a long day. Um, than then what we happened on the 26th, we woke up, it's coming back to me now. Uh, the 26th, we woke up ahead down there. And, uh, I mean, it was, it was literally like spring weather, you know, the birds were chirping I mean, I felt like everything was starting to bloom and uh, boy, the thunderstorm starts stacking up and we had rain and lightning all day all night and the wind was howling i think we had probably close to to two inches so here we go again you know kind of bittersweet right uh but it was raining so hard and the lightning was so intense that uh we said you know we're not going to get in the deer blind so uh we we kind of reverted back to what we we typically like to do when during a good old spring thunderstorm and then that is a uh, fire up the smoker and, uh, we, we cooked a bunch of chicken and, uh, the, the little kiddos play in the barn Or we clean our deer. And then we just sat there and watched the rain. It was, uh, hopefully it's a preview of spring and summer, you know, obviously the more rain, the better. So, but yeah. I filled the, every uh, tank. No, absolutely. Oh God. I mean, we, our, our tanks overflow us. yeah. Oh no, for sure. For sure. We are, we are okay in the water department. Um, <laughs> And then, consequently, because we've had so much water, the uh, the blue bonnets this year will will be really uh, it, it'll be the best crop since uh, since my daughter was two. So that's going to be you know it'll be the best crop we've had maybe in a decade to be honest with you. So um, it, it's real exciting. But uh, yeah, the twenty seventh was great because uh, you showed up, of course, and like um, the, you know the, always the, make it better.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the reason for all the thunderstorms of course was your typical you know, we had a cold front coming in and it was hot and humid and uh, I'm no meteorologist but uh, pretty sure when those two things combined you get a lot of turbulent weather uh so the next morning we woke up to um uh to to cloudy skies a north wind and i believe it was in the it was in the high 30s so it was great um i was out duck hunting of course and, and it did really well i think i ended up shooting about four birds which you know limit six and uh really shooting anything you know from where where we are is is pretty darn good, but but four is even better so um yeah that night um i I don't know if we we shot any deer uh we may well, have not that
0: I, I don't think that night but that yeah. morning didn't uh didn't match you a deer yeah that's right yeah one one of our good buddies actually shot a real nice uh
1: management ten point um it ended up being about hundred uh, and I think it was 170 pounds, 10 point, Just didn't have anything going for him. You know, he was. Uh, I'll see if we can see if I can find a picture and we'll we'll post it in this thing. But he uh, he didn't have very tall tines. He wasn't very wide. Uh, he certainly wasn't very tall. Uh, and again, for a five and a half year old deer, although he's 10 points, okay, and he was symmetrical. He just doesn't have any of those trophy characteristics that we're, we're 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 looking for, okay? So you know we would rather obviously take a nice mature deer like that out than um, than obviously a you know in in our case a a spike or you know a year and a half old four point you know, um, mm-hmm. so yeah no it was great and then uh, and then that night we uh, we decided to grind
0: right, right, absolutely yeah yeah for sure so we. You know, we had uh, you know since we're really the beginning of the deer season, we'd been kind of saving up some of the deer, other deer that we had uh, harvested uh, for our kind of annual grind. And uh, <clears throat> I brought down some, a lot of 70/30 uh, hamburger grind uh, to mix in, and uh, we, you know we just started uh, started that up that night. Uh, had a good time doing that. It's yep. uh, really enjoyed doing that. Uh, you know, this time of course we did it in December where we didn't wait till March or April <laughs> yeah. for for reasons uh not to be spoken. <laughs> yeah. But uh but uh that ended up working out great. Um you know I think that it felt like that was the fastest we'd had ever done it. and you know a lot of it I think had to do with that uh that foot pedal oh, on my grinder. I I which agree. we never had before, you know no. I mean, it was always Oh, stop! Turn it off to the yeah, that, ab- absolutely. That was... Why yeah, did we that, not invest as... in that a long time ago? Well,
1: I know I've been saying it for years. Um, I just it was kind of at that price point where I was like, nah, "I think we'll be okay." Uh, but yeah, as uh, you know, as as the as the you know, we consume the the alcohol, our our reaction time really starts to diminish. We're like, start. And then there's a, you know, if you were to, to measure it on a scale, I mean, it would go from, you know, a, you know, a a 10th of a second to almost two seconds to where you actually like, Oh, I need to turn it on, you know? (laughs) So having the foot pedal definitely made a difference. Um, You know, for those of those of you out there who, who use a processor, I mean, obviously nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, It's certainly easier. I mean, obviously it costs you a little bit of money, but uh if you have never tried processing your own meat give it a whirl Uh, it it is a lot of fun it's really rewarding and uh you know obviously once you uh once you purchase the equipment and kind of understand what you're doing as long as you'll factor in your time as far as cost is concerned um i mean you really come out pretty good um and i you know as as far as what we
0: yeah i was just gonna say that these machines like the one we got one of the those Cabela's, right? Uh, yes. Cabela's grinder. I mean, we've put a lot of meat through that thing. Uh, oh, yes, man. it costs some money, but you know that's good quality, uh, quality you know machinery there. I can no <laughs> doubt, and no and, doubt. Uh, I think we've get, I think we've uh, paid for it. No doubt.
1: It. Oh, well, and I'll tell you what, she was in use again last night. Our good friend borrowed it. He grinded a hog and a deer, or in two deer, one of which was like a hundred and seventy pound buck. And uh, he did that last night, and uh, he was up from, or he he started at seven. He got done at uh, three a.m. He said. I was looking back at my phone. <laughs> so uh, yeah, crazy, crazy. But but Jimmy's right. You know the there are lots of grinders out there. You know, and then if uh, if you're looking at doing deer meat, you know, you're looking at doing hog. You're, you're looking at if you're thinking about you know making it a hobby, you know, buy a nice one. I think the right. one that we bought was, and this was, God, how long has it been now, Jimmy? It's probably been oh, six, or six, seven years, maybe no, longer. Easy.
0: easy. Okay. Probably, okay. L- probably longer.
1: Okay. Okay. You know, we, we spent a little bit of money. I, I think that we bought a um uh, the second from the top of the line, and really when it comes to grinding, uh, and, and and I haven't looked at them in a while, but it was, it was really kind of like the horsepower, you know, and had how many, you know, how, how much can you grind per minute and all that kind of stuff. So we went with something that could, you know, that we could, we could do a bunch of meat in and, 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 get it through pretty quick. Um, right. yeah, you know, they've got the, the cheaper ones and whatnot. And, you know, I think that'd be good for Jill for a real small load, but if you're doing a couple of deer, um, you know, you, you need something big and strong for sure.
0: Well especially if if you're gonna do it right with like uh you know you wanna if you're doing deer but you wanna mix it with say hog or yeah. something with fat like uh yeah. like what I like to do i've done it many times is like bacon ends and pieces oh you yeah. know something with a high fat content yeah you know you wanna you want something that's uh pretty heavy duty not i mean i'm not ta- you know we're not talking uh like uh restaurant. Right. Know, commercial necessarily totally commercial, but yeah, you know, we're not. What we're you could buy something, towards something you could do a bone and elephant.
1: Then you know, right,
0: <laughs> right, which would be interesting. But no, I mean, but there is there's a huge difference between using eighty twenty hammer and seventy thirty. Right, as far as like how how it uh, accumulates on the the drill or the grinder bit and all that. Right. So it's you know if you're gonna do it right with uh, recipes and. Uh, you know, you want to have that fat. Definitely uh, put the money out there, and you'll be happy though, because it'll last. Yep. Yep. Get,
1: yeah. Definitely get a grinder that will uh, that, that that will get it done for you. There's there's no doubt. So so yeah. When it was just to give you give you all kind of a perspective of what we did. Um, we had 13 bag, 13 one gallon Ziploc bags. Uh, full to the brim, and I mean full to the brim. Be barely zip them. Some of them you couldn't. Full of deer meat, and I I think they were probably you know three or four pounds a piece. Um, so we had thirteen of those, uh, and that's what we did.
0: Combined with, um, about, yeah, I brought. Which, uh, let's see, I, was, uh, I think I brought about fifteen or sixteen pounds of the seventy thirty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when so it I was think we did it about, roughly set... about one third, one okay. third hamburger, two thirds venison. Okay. And okay. this is for our base. Yeah. Like our, we just did a base grind, so we weren't doing it following really any kind of a recipe. Right. You know, for like right. a particular flavor or anything like that. We yep. just want the uh, we wanted to build lot of, build up a lot of base to where you know later on we could use it for whatever we wanted you know hamburgers or spaghetti meat or yep. meatballs or you know exactly. uh, chili you know whatever, just whatever your, you yeah just, whatever your everyday, you just your everyday
1: just your everyday you know ground meat um and 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 what do you mean what do you uh, kind of expand on what you mean by the base so typically you know if we're going to do uh you know fresh sausage or smoked sausage or italian whatever it may be you know we we will get the base meat going you know so in, in this particular instance, if we were making sausage we would we would get all of our base meat processed and chopped, and then we would okay then we would start adding the seasonings you know so if we were doing jalapeno cheese we'd you know we take take um, you know a third of the tub of, of base meat and we, we'd salt and pepper and garlic and then uh, we'd do jalapenos and, and, and cheese and that will be our jalapeno cheese you know sausage. so um, yeah but but before you get to the making the sausage, you got to have the base and I tell you what if we can if we can do it that would be kind of fun to do a little video and uh, you know post podcast on you know, making some sausage. we haven't done that in a while you know that, oh, yeah. that's a ball. Yeah ball for sure for sure Yep, yeah.
0: we'll have to we'll want to break out uh tyson's old uh little uh yeah. his old smoke hunt but... oh yes
1: yes 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 oh of course oh yeah wow. and, what a weekend that was oh it was <laughs> that was a good time that was been, what, like 500 pounds of meat total oh my god what what a, what a <laughs> it's exhausting but a lot of fun a lot of fun oh, so. yeah.
0: a lot of yeah. a lot of no sleep that's for sure. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. We were younger then, too, so we, we could handle it. So,
0: right.
1: so yeah, the uh, the morning of the 28th, we uh, we woke up, and uh, I, of course, went duck hunting again. And uh, uh, let's just put it this way, the morning of the 28th, the morning of the 29th, the morning of the 30th, the morning of the 31st, <laughs> I did not shoot a single duck. Um, you know, as we said, a uh, kind of the earlier podcast back in, uh, uh, the beginning of the duck season, but I started off with a bang. I mean, I limited and limited my first duck hunt or my second duck hunt out, which never happens, you know, but, um, you know, typically over heaven week, things are okay. And again, obviously, as we've said a million times, it's not about killing, like you know, killing birds and all that, but for God's sakes, I just like to see some, you know, um, it was crazy because we had the cold fronts. I mean, we would, but I just didn't have any action, you know. And and it typically, the later in the season, the birds get more spooky. I mean, this is, I know this. this is, I, I play this game every year, so you know, instead of having twelve decoys out there, I had like six, you know. And I actually had some wins, and so they were rocking. They actually looked good. And I swear to God, four morning hunts. I didn't sing a sing. I didn't see a single duck, but. Uh, being the idiot I am and meal glutton for punishment. I uh every morning I woke up I woke up I woke up and went out there and put my decoys on and let my dog get full of cactus and rolling around in black bug antelope poop and
0: for no reason. So but uh <laughs> Well but I'll give it, you this. Yeah. You you uh, you are disciplined. Oh getting, for sure. Uh, d- diligently and going out there for your ducks. Absolutely and we do give you crap. Yes not, of course. For not of going course. deer hunting. <laughs>
1: I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, they they like to go sit in their warm, warm, toasty, elevated uh, deer stands, and I'm out there on the water, wow. freezing to death. And
0: uh, yeah, well, that's a good segue into my morning that that the 27th morning. Yes. Oh, was it 26, 28? morning, 28th, Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was not uh, warm, to- warm and toasty blind. I'll tell you that much. I was in the, uh, you know, the road blind. Oh yeah. <clears> yeah. Which yeah. is, uh, I mean, that's a good one. Twenty feet up in the air. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, how uh, Yeah, that? that was a cold morning. I forget. That I never, was I forgot. a cold morning. <laughs> I forgot Low. Th- I mean, it was. Was it freezing? If not, no. it was thirty-five. I mean, oh, it was yeah. like thirty-four. Yeah. I mean, and of course, as the sun comes up, it, it gets colder. It feels colder. You know that yep. that feeling and everything. And uh, Absolutely. and I'm up there, and uh, I have the way the blind sits. You got to kind of have your head on a swivel yeah. to see where things are because they come from the in the front or the the in front of you or behind you to your sides. And I'm sitting kind of like where it's sideways, where I'm going like left and right, so I can see, uh-huh. you know, either way. So I have both those windows open <clears throat> in case something were to come up. And just the wind was just perfect, you know, flowing right through that window to out the other window, you mm-hmm. know. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah. was uh, extremely cold. God, okay. You're, <laughs> but yeah. I was thinking, you know... Yeah. You know, I'm looking at. It, I was like, God, it's only low 30s or whatever. You know, because right. I've sat up here like when it's been in the teens, and for some reason, it it just felt colder than that. You know, sure. and I don't know what it was. Right. But uh, it was funny. You know, I I saw some good deer and like I saw some good doe. You know, in the uh, early light and everything. And yeah. but I was thinking, some of, we see a lot of deer here typically. Yeah. So yeah. might as well kind of hang out and see if we can see a, a management buck or something. And sure. Uh, We've been going after this one uh, six point that y'all that all got on the on a camera, you know, on a picture, yeah. Yeah. a game camera. And uh, I remember I got got a text from one of our buddies who's sitting at a blind, kind of you know, right north of me, basically. And uh, he texted he said, "Oh, I saw the six point. He just came through and you know went out of, went left to my right. Well, to his right was towards me. Yeah. and I didn't think anything of it." And about, you know, 15 minutes later to, or so, I look over, and here comes the six-point, you know, through here. And I'm like, oh, is that the guy? You know and I'm – I'm right. sitting here, you know, examining him with my binoculars. And, of course, my hands are freezing because right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking through the binoculars. And, uh, I didn't have gloves, so I was you – know... <laughs> and uh, he's coming up. And I'm like, ah, I think that might be him. But the guy, just like at the other blind, he just wouldn't stop, yeah. you know, and I, I – I put my binoculars down. I was getting my gun up, and at, something spooked him, or something like that, and he just ran off. No, so we didn't. Uh, neither of us got a shot at, at him. Did we? Did no. anyone? No one got him. That. No. Or, no. Yeah. Now he he he
1: still uh, he he is still roaming free. I mean he he's you know he he's a I think he's a, he's a two and a half two and a half year old six point. Which on this particular piece of property. Uh, under the management program we have, he just he does not make the cut. Um, you know, a two and a half, you need to be at least an eight point. Um, again, and a lot, again, a lot. That's depending on the, you know, the range conditions and all that kind of stuff. But you know, the genetics and all that, and the range conditions we've had. Um, you know, he 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 definitely is on the chopping block. He has no clue how close uh, he's uh, he's come to to death, uh, but. Uh, We we still got time. Uh, This particular piece, property one, is under managed land deer permits in the state of Texas. So theoretically, I think we could hunt them until February 28th. But uh, typically, we shut it down at the end of January. So we'll
0: see. We'll see. We're going to go after them again this weekend. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was. uh, So I didn't didn't end up pulling the trigger uh, that morning. Right. Uh,
1: That's, That's. What was that? That was. the twenty ah okay the twenty eighth that was Friday yeah. yes I remember Friday
0: yeah okay so <laughs> that afternoon. oh we skipped uh, well we skipped uh, the night before my sit my sit uh, when that when I said it uh, tornado and you said it the uh, the other one oh, and yeah. all the turkey <laughs> oh yes 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 <laughs> I'll have yes, to put the yes. uh, I'll put some of those pictures on on this one too oh for I sure. mean I literally you dropped me off at you know I don't know probably 30 minutes before the feeder went off at that blind yeah. And, yeah. and literally as you pulled over the hill <laughs> going, you know, just slightly disappearing. Right. I look up the road and here come 30 Turkey, yeah. 30 hen just coming down to the feeder. And, and it, you know, your, and your dad had said, uh, Hey, you know, we're getting a ton of Turkey here. Right. And, you yeah. uh, sure enough, they showed up. Uh, so, you know, uh you know it, it ended up being a an interesting hunt oh I, I, absolutely
1: for, absolutely I, you know yeah. it's, uh,
0: it's just a, it was just amazing how the how the turkey how the turkey were acting you know when i was right. sitting there just i you
1: don't know, care in the world really Oh, no, for sure for sure they it's it, it's crazy during deer season you know, they seem just to be so lethargic and then, you know, lackadaisical, they just don't seem to care, you know, but obviously come, uh, come Turkey season is a completely indifferent story. So um, yeah, I I know where I'm hunting. What's that? (laughs) I know where I'm hunting. Oh, absolutely. Golly. Yeah. No, no kidding. Uh, And I was at a blind and, you know, not, not too, too far away. And, um, yeah, I think I saw one buck, uh, uh, late and I, I did see a big old black hog about 400, 500 yards away. And, um, if he had just stayed there a tad bit longer, I would have seriously considered taking a shot at him, but, uh, um, I, I did not. So, but, but that was okay. Cause the following night, on the uh, on the twenty eighth, I would get my chance and I, I did end up putting a nice uh, management buck down. We had a, uh you know, again, the people a lot of hunters out there, so a lot of hunters obviously anti hunters are, are really against corn feeders because they say it's it's quote unfair. Okay. Well here's a great example of why corn not only are corn 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 feeders very fair but uh, in my opinion, I think everybody should be able to hunt over them, okay? Uh, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I think Texas has got uh, such a, a, a nice, um, you know, genetic-wise. Of course, not in all areas, okay, uh, but, but overall, it's pretty darn good, and that's because feeders allow hunters to be selective. Uh, and by selective, I mean the deer are there, Uh, they're, they're eating corn, they're eating protein, whatever you're, whatever you're throwing out, and it gives you the ability to study them, okay, so here, case in point, um, I was hunting at a blind, and, and I had what is probably a four and a half year old mega ten point come in, Um, he is, he is uh, at least uh, 21 inches wide, Uh, his his actual tines don't kind of curve up and uh, out, they go, uh, they are in rather they go, uh, up and then out. I mean, it's very, very unique looking. He is just, uh, he's beautiful. Uh, but of course he's, he's only four and a half years old, you know, and that, that's something that we want to, uh, we, we definitely want to keep around. Okay. Uh, so he was kind of the the first customer in the feeder and again, he's, he's eating corn and he's, he's happy. Um, you know, about 10, 15 minutes later, I have another three and a half year old eight point come in. Uh, you know, this guy has got some serious heights, uh, some serious, some serious height. Uh, he's got some nice, beautiful tines, got great mass. Again, another animal that, you know, you'd, you'd be a fool to shoot. Okay. Cause he's still caught a lot of time left in, right? Well, the third, uh, animal that came, well, we had a little fawn come in there, which was kind of funny. Just looking at this, it was a little, uh, a little button buck, um, and just to see him with all the other uh, with all the other dads, I thought was was kind of amusing. Well, the the, the uh, four I guess would be the fourth buck that came in was the buck that I ended up harvesting, and uh, he ended up being a five and a half year old nine point. And again, I got a really good picture of him. Uh, so let's talk about him. Clearly, uh, 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 clearly five and a half, uh, and again because of the feeder, because they were comfortable, I got to sit there, and really. Uh, take a look at these animals and compare and contrast okay and it was really cool because i had a three and a half four and a half and a five and a half you know that's awesome uh so so to be able to have those specimens right there and do a nice age comparison is is just is is really cool uh but but as far as the antlers were concerned on this guy uh he was he really really good and chocolatey type antlers which which i always kind of like um, he had some decent mass on him, uh, w- which obviously is a, a testament of the cottonseed and the protein. this overall decent range conditions this year. Um, but what he didn't have is he didn't have any width on him, okay? He was probably 13 inches. And then in the state of Texas are maybe 13 inches, uh, or maybe 14, between 14 and 12 to 14 inches. In the state of Texas, most counties – are under antler restrictions, so where you can't shoot any buck outside, inside of uh, 13 inches. So I'm not even sure if I could have killed this guy um, if we weren't under the special permits by the state. So, again, uh, the guy did not have any, uh, any width uh, to, to speak of. Uh, he wasn't necessarily tall, okay, uh, so he had that going against him. Uh, so really when it all boiled down, when he was a nine point two. Okay. So it's not like he was a, you know, buzz saw 15 or a, a massive 10. The guy was a nine point. Um, he just didn't have a lot going for him. So, you know, again, on this particular piece of property, we're looking at, at, at taking some of these older bucks, uh, uh, you know, and again, as opposed to, <coughs> excuse me, as opposed to like a spike or something. So I put him down, uh, great shot. And, uh, I guess again, it went five and a half, ended up being about 170 pounds, and uh, I mean, he's great. Yeah, absolutely, uh, another great, uh, a good, another great success story, another uh, point in the uh, the win column for uh, for having feeders, in my opinion.
0: Oh yeah, no question. And you know, <clears throat> that night was a success all around for Feed Bandit because if you remember, I got mine as well. That's right. A, that's right. That's right. A, a blind right not too far from where you were. And, uh, yep. my guy, he, <clears throat> let's see, he came in probably about five minutes after the feeder went off. Right. Uh, and he was, he was eating a little bit. Then all of a sudden about once again, another 20 turkeys come in only this yeah. time they're Tom's. Right. And I mean, they, they were just going nuts around that corn and it scared right. him off. Right. Cause I was looking at him and I was like, Oh man, like right when he walked out, I pretty much knew I was going to shoot him. Because right. it was like so blatantly obvious, <laughs> like sure. he uh, just looking at his body. I mean, he still had a huge neck. I mean, right. it was ridiculous, and his face was really short. Right, uh, and then he had uh, you know he had some mass. He was an eight point. Sure, he had some mass, but he just remember, he didn't have any height whatsoever. Remember? Right, I mean, just really short. Right, uh, just and kind of not much, really that much width either. Probably, sure. but really, really short height. Uh, uh and uh, you know. I, I looked at him, and I knew he was at least four and a half. I was thinking maybe five and a half. So I was like, okay, you know. And then the dang turkeys ran him off. So I thought, <laughs> all right, well, one, they're gonna eat all the corn, and then True. they're gonna disappear, and then you know, I'm not gonna see anything. Right. So, I, but you know, you got to be patient. And for whatever reason, the turkey, you know, they they ate about probably half the corn, and they just got bored. They decided to to run off, and they were they were talking there aloud. It was it was like they're, I don't know. All had like at a bachelor party or something. Sure, I mean, it was sure. having a grand old time. Party. Well, they run off to, or they kind of walk off to the back end. And then about five minutes later to the right, sure enough, that guy comes back in. And I'm like, oh, okay, well he's coming back. Then that means, I mean, it's like destined for me to, sure. to harvest this guy now, you know? So yeah, I mean, I, I shot him good shot. I mean, he kind of ran about 10 yards and then, and fell down and, and then, uh, you know, waited a little bitch, came and picked him up. And uh, I remember texting you saying, hey, you need help. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Too, too, yours was too big to put into the uh, to the ATV yes. or to the, to the four-wheeler. Yeah. And I, mine, ours ended up weighing the same. I mean, mine was 170 as well. Yep. And it took me several tries just to put it on my hitchhaw. Yep, you yeah. <laughs> know, finally got up on there. I was like, "Oh my god, it's the heaviest deer I've shot in the in several right. years." I think. Well, and uh, it, it,
1: it, it's crazy, you know. You 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 look how heavy they were. You know, 170 pounds, and and obviously, you know, when we shot them late December, that's definitely post rut, you know. And they, it's, I, it's, I, I think they've lost. You know, they can lose close to 20 percent of their body weight, something like that. Um, and that that's insane. So. You know, you you can imagine how heavy they would have been.
0: Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So we both brought back, uh, I think, some pretty good uh, management bucks that night. That Absolutely. was a fun night. <laughs> that was a,
1: definitely a fun night. But uh, I think you could probably agree with me in saying that the uh, the following night was was definitely uh, the, the best. Game, the, the best. Uh, the coup de gras. Um, yes. You know. Obviously, one one of the things that one of the many things that we're trying to accomplish by this whole concept of, of feed Bandit is, is um, you know again talking about hunting and, and the outdoor lifestyle and all that and you know um, you know by doing social media and and all this kind of stuff that we're doing we're really hoping to try to you know to attract the the younger crowd as well you know and uh, it, it is it is our job as hunters and and for folks listening out there it's your job as well to uh if you're in the hunting and the outdoor lifestyle, you know, to to pass it on, pass it on, pass it on, pass it on to the to your children, to, to, to other kids, you know, uh to other adults obviously, you know. And uh so boy, there is just nothing greater than you know, then when your your kids become of age and they can be out there in the blind with you and experience those things, and and we're not just talking about the the shots. You know, we're talking about being in the blind and you know and seeing two turkeys go at it. You know, or uh, you know having a bobcat cross by it, or or you know just seeing the sunset. You know, uh, those are the little things in life that that you those are the experiences and the sensations you you cannot get from uh, from electronics okay that that's real living um, and here i go off on a little tangent again but um again passing it on is so important so uh you know some of the folks that, that hunt on hunt with us on rancho bandito you know we've, we've got children and uh boy was, was it it was it a great honor to be there for the uh, for the first ever um uh, uh child uh, female Deer Harvest. Uh, so uh, her her name is her name is Lacy, and I I think she's oh gosh oh, uh, I think she's eight or nine. <laughs> uh, she's gonna kill me. Uh, <clears throat> regardless, she she's under ten, I believe. Yeah, she's under ten. Uh, the sweetest the sweetest thing you'll ever meet, and uh, boy did she make her her papa and mama and sister proud. And of course, you know all of us as the supporting cast. Uh, uh, Lacey shot a a real nice uh, Management buck uh, Ended up being uh, He he was kind of like mine He was on the cusp Between four and a half and five and a half And they had a little bit of a ridge I think we put him down as five He sure looked like it uh mm-hmm. and 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 it was actually one of the biggest body deer we had processed the whole year i think he went 185 something of that nature and, and talk about an outstanding specimen to take i mean how this guy eluded us for as long as he did i don't know um oh no question <laughs> yeah yeah you <laughs> know and, and and when you see the picture of him you'll say okay well it's very obvious you know he's he's got just one point on his uh, i think it's on his left side i mean he's got a a little dinky four on the other side. Well, he had actually broken off, but kind of one of the things we talk about at Rancho Bandido, and really everybody should, is is, you know, you you can just kind of assume that <clears throat> excuse me, the both sides of the antlers, you know, are going to be look the same, you know. So if one side's crap, the other side's probably going to be crap. And uh, in this particular case it probably was. So uh, anyways, Lacey uh, you know, shouldered her uh, 243 uh a borrowed rifle from another one of our dear dear friends, whose uh, whose son has killed a lot of deer with it, and uh, I know he's killed a lot of deer of it when we were growing up, and uh, you know she put those uh, she put the bullet right right in the right in the moneymaker and uh, knocked them down and boy and that's it. Uh, lots of celebration and uh, just just a real magical time. You know that is. That is one of those, um, uh, it's one of those chapters in life, you know, that you can go back and look at. Uh, and so obviously, Lacey from the the, the producers of the Feed Bended podcast, we are very proud of you. Uh, that is wonderful. Now we got to get your sister into it. We got to get my daughter into it, my daughters <laughs> into it. Uh, Jimmy, your son, Jeb, I mean, I know he's, uh, what is he, he's approaching two in July. He should be ready, you know. Uh <laughs> in no time yeah yeah <laughs> eventually the goal the end game here really is if, if you haven't figured it out now is is i don't want to ever touch fur again in, in about 20 years right. okay or fill feeders yeah, <laughs> are fill feeders absolutely absolutely <laughs> so um now anyways what what an awesome 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 weekend uh of course capped off with uh with with Lacey making that incredible oh, yeah. harvest on that on that great deer, so uh, I've actually posted a picture of that on our Instagram, and uh, I'll upload some more pictures from the weekend so you all can see them. But um, just just really cool, a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's there's nothing better than getting a text uh, at night from anybody yeah. who shoots a deer. You know, even if I don't if I don't shoot one, yeah. I just want someone to. You know, someone to get something, and then it's even better whenever you get a text from one of your best friends saying yeah. his daughter, yeah, <laughs> shot her first deer. You're like, oh my yeah. god, awesome! You know, <laughs> it yeah. makes everything, everything cool. Yeah. You know? So it's uh, yeah, that was, it a, was that was a great. Event.
1: It really was. It really was. And and I remember just the, it's funny. I was just reminiscing when you talked about the text. You know, typically what we'll do is we'll all kind of get on the same text thread for the weekend, and it was. Uh, it was hysterical when when our, our our buddy announced that his daughter had had done the deed. You know, everybody wrote back at the same time, and I I could have swore my phone was ringing. You know, there was so much. <laughs> rah, 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 you know. Uh, so, anyways, right. it was it was great, but um right. yep. So we got
0: let's. Yeah. No, I was, I was just gonna say let's not be remiss to at least to at least point out that uh, one of our other good buddies actually recovered his first hog ever. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> That's so, true.
1: Yes, yes, so, yes.
0: So I, while, while they were recovering their her deer, uh, I went and picked up uh, one of our other buddies who, <clears throat> via the text thread, said that he shot a pig. I was like, all right, awesome. So drive over there and uh, get over there and – He's getting out of the blind. It's dark at this point. So I'm yeah. waiting for him to come down, and he comes down, and I say, hey, where's the pig? He said, oh, well, it ran off. And I'm like, oh, man. <clears throat> oh man." And they're like, okay. Well, I mean, he's like, well, I shot it four times. And I was like, I was "Like, okay. I mean, was it a huge pig? He's like, yeah, it was pretty big. I was like, all right, well, uh, do you remember where you shot him, like, the first time? And this kind of goes to our tracking uh, episode where we're talking about yeah. it. Although this this was not nearly as you know, extensive of a tracking, but uh, we went out there and we're looking around and I got my flashlight on and I'm looking and looking and looking. And I'm like, there is no blood here. And I'm thinking to myself, oh no, I re- really hope he hit this pig. Right. So I'm looking, 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 and all of a sudden I get a, you know, just a slight reflection of a one drop of blood. On like one blade of grass, sure. <laughs> you know, sitting there right on top. And I'm like, and it's fresh, I'm like, right. all right, there you hit it. You know, you hit yeah. this pig, yeah. but I'm, oh. but I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking hey, he must've been huge. I mean, is what does he shoot? He shoots a 30 out six. That's what I was going to ask. He got, yeah. he, he got
1: away four shots with a 30 out six bolt action. Maybe he had his two twenty three. I don't. I don't yeah, remember. There, what he had I, all I mean, I, I. But hey, I love this guy to death, and if he's listening, he definitely <laughs> knows that. But but he ain't no marine sniper. That's <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I mean, I see that blood, and I'm like, okay, now do you remember which direction he went? You know, it was pitch black where we were. You know, the blind. And uh, <clears throat> he's like, yeah, I think in that general direction. So I'm like, oh, all right. All right. So we start walking with our flashlights, looking, looking, looking. And it's not far to the, you know, to the brush and everything. So I'm like, oh, geez. So we're like, okay, well, let's just keep walking and see what we can see. I don't, I'm not seeing any blood, not one drop. We get to the brush and I'm closest to the brush and he's just kind of on the outside and we're walking along it. And I'm literally saying like, well, you know, they might, you know, they'll lay down here sometimes under here. And as I'm doing that and I swipe my flashlight, like left to right. And I go right over the body, <laughs> right oh, wow. there, just huge black body. And I'm like, oh, yeah. there it is. That's just what I was talking is. about right there. Like, I found, he's right here. And nice. I said, it. it he's, our buddy, you know, he was like, no way, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's right here. And I did I not know that he had not recovered yet, you know. Well, so, I, thought he, I thought he did. Um,
1: I thought he shot one at one of his leases down there near Brady or something like that. I, I well, could he, be he wrong. He, I shot,
0: he said he shot him. Okay, but, but he hadn't found them.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, well, golly, that's uh, awesome. So i was like, oh man, you know, here he is, and I uh, so I look at him. and I'm like, that is a big pig. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, we'll drag him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'll 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 back my truck up, and you know, we'll we'll take him home. And he ended yeah. up being a uh, hundred and fifty pounds. Right. So he uh, and he he cleaned him, got all the meat out of him. You know that uh, and that skin was a, a, a good easy inch thick. Of course. Yeah, I think you that put pig. that on. I think you put that on Instagram, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah Either I did or you did. One of the okay. two. It's it is on there okay. with like the knife, like in his hand there to kind yeah, of show the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah. So he got hit. So that night, you know, we had a first deer, and oh. then we had a first pig recovery. So. <laughs> awesome! 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 Fun night.
1: Absolutely! Absolutely! So. Well, thankfully, thankfully for us, the, uh, the fun is not over yet. Uh, I got another go at this weekend and then, uh, we've, uh, we've got some, got an axis hunt planned in, uh, in February. So if deer, the axis deer is the greatest thing on four legs, uh, so hopefully we'll get some good pictures from that. And then we've got a, uh, an upland bird hunt planned in February as well. So hopefully we'll get some good pictures and videos from, uh, from that as well. But uh, you know, unfortunately the off season is, is upon us. But um, you know, again, something that we'll we'll be talking about very soon is, you know, the off season is here, that clock restarts, you know, and and the, the right. old A C D C song uh Thunder just starts to play real <laughs> soft. You know, right. and then of course by by August it's so loud I'm going out of my mind, you know. <laughs> um so but yeah. It's uh, it's January, and uh, I know at the uh, Rancho Bandito where we're getting ready. So we'll be we'll be we'll be talking about that. I guess on the next episode, right? Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this one. Uh, you got anything else?
1: Ah, uh, that is it, my friend. Good to go. All here. All
0: right. Sounds good. All right. Well, everyone out there, have a uh, you know good couple days, couple weeks, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the feed Bandit podcast. If you want to find new and innovative hunting gear and service providers not typically offered through the traditional big box hunting stores, come on over and join the hunt at FeedBandit.com join. When you join, as a bonus, you'll get our entertaining free e-guide of unique hunting tips and tricks. And a reminder to all you small businesses, feed stores, gear inventors, or entrepreneurs in the hunting space. If you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the FeedBandit podcast, please let us know. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Go to FeedBandit.com promote. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a rating and review on iTunes as it would really help us out. Go to FeedBandit.com iTunes. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time. Please remember to support your local feed store.